having a wonderful week, a wonderful week. I'm sure from what I've heard from the feedback, you all have enjoyed this previous episode where I had AB on and I'm finally just stepping out on faith and doing what I said I was going to do in the beginning of this year and to start to invite more guests because I, I, I know y'all like to hear me talk, but I think it's just way more interesting when I have other people on here, um, which is so dope. And this week we have a special guest as well, and I'll get ready to introduce her in a little bit. But two, you know how we start off every single episode. Um, I always love to just start off by saying thank you so much for being a part of this family, for tapping in, for listening every week, for being um, understanding when I when I go in my A. And again, right now we're working on getting getting back on that consistency train, which is what I'm doing. So this will be a back to back, which I'm excited about. Um, but just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I can't say that enough. Now to hop in today's episode. Um, like I said, we do have a special guest in the in the title of today's episode is called Stay Lit, uh, L-I-T. Yes, I, I said what I said. I'm sure y'all are like, wait, what? Like, what, what are we going into? But the reason why I decided to title this episode Stay Lit is because I have my wonderful friend and sorority sister as a special guest. Um, and she owns a company uh, that's called The Little Candle Company. And it's absolutely amazing. And I invited her into this space to talk about faith, entrepreneurship, life, love, all the stuff under the sun. But I want to tap Asia in now to go ahead and introduce herself. Say hey to the Mapped Out family. Tell us what you're about. Hello, Mapped Out family. (laughs) As my sister said, I am Asia. I am her line sister. I am currently a full-time teacher teaching elementary school students grades first through fifth English and spelling every single day of the week. Yeah. I also own a little candle company, which is also the name of my company, little candle company. And I absolutely love what I do. I love teaching my kids. I love making the candles. Um, I'm actually in school again. This is probably going to be my third degree at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I'm getting another degree guys uh, to get, certify in teaching so that I can move from private school to public school. So yeah, that's where you're at. I mean, y'all, she said uh, a mouthful. And as you can see, she also wears many hats, right? And she didn't even talk about like the, on the personal side, like, Oh, I'm also like, I'm a sister. I'm a, I'm a daughter. Mm -hmm. Like I have all these other roles, also a dog mom. Like there's Mm -hmm. just so much. Um, but I think it's so amazing that you're able to, I think somehow outside looking in to kind of find a balance, uh, of it all, which I'm going to definitely going to ask you about. And the one thing that I I shared with Asia earlier, I heard this, 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 this woman that I I reposted actually on Instagram, y'all know I'm like, I'm always on social media. One of the people I follow, I think her name is Marjan or Marshawn, one of the two, but she was having like this conversation and really telling, people about what the Holy Spirit had told her this morning. And I was really able to kind of take what she said and condense it down to one sentence. And the the sentence that I shared with Asia was create and cultivate so you can dominate in your destiny. And honestly, I I decided to share that with Asia because I said that is so fitting for, I think, today's topic and and our conversation, because yes, she's a full-time teacher, but she also, you know, decided to step out on faith and become an entrepreneur so she can really dominate in her niche and in, in her destiny. So you mentioned all these roles, Asia. Talk, talk to me about balance. How are you balancing 
it all because it seems like a lot. I mean, you're a student as well. Like you're in school too, your third degree. Like h- how are you doing it? I say something. It is not easy. Okay. Like, <laughs> Come <laughs> on. Don't keep it real. It's <laughs> probably the hardest thing I've ever done in my life at this point. Um, but it's really about um, learning how to be organized and really trying to find the right words, like knowing that this is what you're supposed to do. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the times people walk through their lives and they're like, I don't know if I'm supposed to be doing this. I'm on the right path. Mm-hmm. And nine times out of 10, I'm probably questioning myself, like, am I supposed to be doing this? Like, is am I even supposed to have a company right now? Am I supposed to be in school? Am I supposed to be teaching? Can I do this? But yeah. it's always been about, well, if you weren't supposed to do it, Asia, you wouldn't be doing it. Mm-hmm. So, like, balancing all of this, I really kind of, I give myself credit, but I give God credit because he's somehow keeping me focused. I could be... <laughs> doing everything else he could have been yeah. like girl I'm gonna just let you do you but no <laughs> <laughs> like yes I am you know waking up every day and I'm you know working out and I'm eating something I'm going to work and then at the end of my day I still come home and I'm just like okay um, let's sit down and plan out what you're gonna post on social media for next week let's yeah. sit down and think about you know do you want to do a new you know, collection of candles, or do you just want to restock what's out of, you know, missing from your company, like from your webpage or anything like that? Like, it's really, I don't know. Like, I'm sitting here saying what I'm doing, it's but like, when you're, you're doing, doing it, it you're saying, <laughs> yeah. exactly, you're saying what you're doing, doing. So I, I don't even think it's an, I don't know. It's just, it's so much. And I think it's clear from what you, what you're sharing is like, you're, you are doing it. Like you're an active participant, but God is leading you and giving mm-hmm. you the direction and the peace of mind of knowing like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing, which leads me to my next question. Um, because I think that that'll definitely require you to just dive a little deeper. Um, let's talk about the inception of, of your company. Like what inspired you to, to, to develop this idea? I can't say pivot because you're still, you know, full-time student and a full-time teacher, but like, what what how how did how did you create this what inspired this idea okay so i've been in business now um for a year a little bit over a year okay so was it 2022 so i started back in october of what 2020 or 20 yeah 2020 yep Mm -hmm. and um you know that was when the pandemic hit and we were not allowed outside yeah, girl. and I've always been like a really big candle person like um anytime you walk into any space that I'm occupying it smells like something because I don't like it to just smell like nothing or to stink yeah so, <laughs> I was like dang like I can't get to Bath and Body Works and like that's usually where I go or Walmart yeah. but Walmart don't have the best candles y'all so if you shopping at Walmart you might want to rethink that. But anyways. <laughs> um, <laughs> Keep it real. Yeah. Bath and Body Works too, y'all. Like, it's real toxic in there. But anyways. Um, okay. <laughs> I was at home and I could not get any candles from the store. And I'm someone who likes to go and smell the smells. Yep. I don't want to get something and get it home and be like, oh, this stinks. I would. So I was like, you know, what can I do? Because... 
I gotta smell something in here. Yeah. And so I was on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let me just see, like, let me just see if they have a candle making kit. And they did. So I bought it. Okay. And literally, all I did was make like three little tester candles. And I gave them out to like my friends and stuff. I was like, y'all, does it smell good? Like, okay. you know, what's going on here? Like, does it stink? Like, did it burn for a good amount of time? Like, whatever. And I don't know if it was my friends just like trying to hype me. Or if they really were just like, nah, like, this is good. Like, what did you do? Yeah. I just bought a candle kit, like, off Amazon. And I kind of just kept practicing. And it became almost like a hobby. Like, it was just like, I want to do this every day. So I did. I I continued to get candle kits from Amazon. And then I moved from, like, the little Play Play stuff on Amazon and really moved on to, um, like, candle making websites. And I looked on their websites. And I was like, what other ways can I make candles? Because I started with um, beeswax off of Amazon. And I was like, I don't like this wax. Like, it's too hard. Mm-hmm. Like, it's something off about it. So I went into researching different types of waxes. And there's, y'all, there's so many waxes out there. But in my candles, I do use 100% soy wax. So it's made out of soybeans. Okay. Um, so I went to researching all the different waxes. I settled on soy wax. I even did like a soy coconut blend situation, but I really like soy wax. Um, and then I went into researching uh, fragrance oils and the difference between those. And so I used clean scents from my very favorite website, Candle Science. Okay. So what clean means is they don't have any extra parabens or like extra toxins in the fragrances. It's just the fragrance. It's just the oil. Um, I also researched like different wicks. At one point, I tried to do um, wooden wicks because I kind of really enjoy the way that they crackle. Mm -hmm. But I also realized that wooden wicks absorb a lot of like of the wax and fragrance oil. So it doesn't, to me, doesn't stay lit long enough. Um, So I settled on and I don't really like cotton wicks that much because I feel like their flames get too big and then they kind of start to like have that charcoal black situation going on. Um, so I settled on hemp wicks, which is just another natural, um, wick. So my candles for, if anyone's like wondering where I'm going with that, all natural, everything I use in it is completely natural and non-toxic. Um, and so that's really how it happened. I Mm -hmm. I launched my very first collection of candles in October. So technically I launched my, my my company started in October. I started making candles back in March. Like literally when the whole world shut down, that's when I started. I got my first kit. Okay. I made my first collection, my fall collection of candles in October and um launched my company in October. And the rest is history. Here we are. Come on, CEO, CEO and owner of the little candle company and I'm so as you're talking Asia I was just writing down some things that really jumped jumped out at me and what I was hearing is basically you saw a problem or a need and you decided to create a solution and meet that need for yourself and for other people and not only did you decide to meet it but you decided to exceed I think the expectation that you even probably placed on yourself because I mean if we're if we're going to keep it real right I'm I'm about like I'm about that on mapped out podcast like these candles that we do go and buy from these major corporations they are not I mean I've learned so much from Asia like her like knowledge of candles and like the incense and everything like 
they're not healthy for you. And I am all for supporting small businesses. So I really appreciate the breakdown that you just that you just gave us. Um, and to be quite honest with you too, you there's so much. I know that you care about your company because that's just is clear through your products. But just I was enamored by the breakdown of the wicks when you said I researched wooden wicks and I just like the way they crackle. But they actually they use up too much wax, so I decided not to go with that. I'm like I would have never. I would have never thought of that. And that is so amazing that you put this much thought and care. And like, like she, you know, mentioned there are several collections. So let's also share a little bit with our listener. Like you, I mean, the time frame is insane. You started March the 20th, just kind of playing around. Then you tested it out on some friends. They hyped you up, which they were not lying. Her candles are amazing. Y'all I'm a customer. I, I purchased candles. And um, literally from there, I mean, you decided to just, kick off and create this whole company in October. Now I do have a question in October. Did you like finalize that LLC and was this like official tissue then, or how was that process to bringing like, you know, I think complete ownership of this idea for you. Um, It was not until maybe, hmm, I want to say like six or seven months later that I actually LLC my, my company because okay. I'm going to be quite honest with you. Yeah, I made a collection of candles. That didn't mean anybody was going to buy it. Like, oh, yeah, I just real. was not sure. That. Because, yeah. like, I mean, at the time, we were, in, we were still very heavily in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're anything like me, I feel like most candle, you know, shoppers are, you need to be able to smell your product before you buy it. Yep. Um, and so... I thought, what's a good way to make you buy my product, but not necessarily know what it smelled like until you get it. And so I picked out fragrances that I thought, and what I do every time that I have a collection of candles, I buy a plethora of fragrances and I smell them before I sell them to you. So before I even make the candle, I'm probably going, if it's, if I want a collection of four, I probably bought 12 fragrances just to start. Oh, wow. Um, so for this one, I picked out, um, and just so y'all know, my my very first collection was a fall collection. So sure. everything That's- that I wanted for that fall collection, I wanted it to remind you of fall. So like apple pie and apple like pralines and, you know, pumpkin and yeah. cinnamon. Everything I wanted to, to be like, oh, yeah, that's that's a fall. Like that That's what I think of when I smell it. Yeah. So um, I went through a lot of fragrances, and so I settled on four, but the collection has now grown to, I want to say six. Yeah. Or yeah. seven, one like that, something like that. But um, I might have just got way off track because I really forgot what you asked. No, you're so good. <laughs> I was just saying, like, I appreciate how passionate uh, you are. And like, this is in Asia. Thank you so much for being so real because, like, some people, like, want to, like, get on here, like perform. And I, I, when I watch and hear several podcasts, like it's the same thing. I'm like, y'all, it's a conversation. Like real life is happening. Like I know I start talking and I completely forget like, oh, what are we even talking about? Or what did this person just ask me? But we were just still, we were still on the first question of like what inspired you to, uh, to basically you know, develop this company. And then I kind of went back and say like, I appreciate like your passion um, about that. And you just kind of chimed in. So there was no other question, but I do have other questions but you can keep going on with your thoughts <laughs> if you want to share okay I kind of remember what I was saying now too yeah. thank you for that 
Um, I think, okay, what I was saying was, it's trying to explain to you all how I came up with the very first collection anyway. That's what it was. There we go. <laughs> um, with, with it being an online company, that's what it was. Okay, yeah. so my company is completely online. But I wanted to figure out a way that I could sell my candles to my customers and it not be like, oh, I know exactly what that smells like. So if, um, of course you don't know, because you don't know me. <laughs> but if you don't know me, I am a double, like, I have two degrees in English. So I'm really good with words, basically. Yeah. Um, and so what I was saying was, <laughs> I got my, <laughs> my vessels to look fall like like yes. not like oh like you know leaves and flowers blah 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 no it was just very minimalistic they were yep. um like the color the amber and um like black and silver and rose gold and those are things to me that kind of like remind you of fall just a little bit yeah so I got those colored vessels because I thought they would pop um and so I didn't change the name or try to make up any creative name for my candles. And I personally, I did that with one collection, but I personally just like to name my candle, whatever the fragrance is. I find it's very easy for customers to kind of relate better to that. Yeah. Um, and so, but what I do on my website is I put a very kind of detailed um, description of what the fragrance would smell like. I think the first time that I ever like create the website and put the, the candles on there and whatnot, I don't think that I really put a detailed description that came from that came after I realized people don't really understand the difference between top, middle, and bottom notes. Like I realized after the first launch that people were like, "What does that mean? Like, is it three different fragrances? Like, do I get three levels up?" And I'm like, "No, it's just what <laughs> smells the strongest. Like, you know, you'll probably yeah. smell these things first if they're a top note." halfway through you'll be like oh that middle note's coming in and then that bottom note is like probably the last thing you'll really like notice but they all blend together yeah so um but even when I was doing that I was very detailed about what the notes were like it was no vague yeah this is just pecans or like yeah this is just apples like mm -mm. I was yeah. always very detailed and I'm still very detailed about you know the fragrances and so I feel like that's kind of you know what sold it like okay very that's good detail. I feel like now I'm a little bit more playful with it mm -hmm. um because I just I'm still an online company only time that you could buy physically from me is when I'm doing some type of um vending somewhere pop-up shop or market or, or some sort like that so okay I mean yeah. who just gave them I feel like the keys to the kingdom and I want to kind of I'm going to veer off uh, of some of the, the questions that I, I shared with you, but um, for my entrepreneurs, I do have entrepreneurs that are, you know, listen to this podcast and have questions. I want to dive just like, like surface level, but like, obviously you had to financially invest in yourself. And I know sometimes that's really hard for people. And then too, when people think of entrepreneurship, I'm so glad you mentioned like, yeah, I also work full time because some people are like, oh, I'm passionate about this. Let me quit what I'm doing and, you know, fully focus on my passion. But the passion ain't bringing in no money yet. And look, everybody ain't got a starving artist mentality. That's not I know I don't. I can only speak for myself. But how how was it like? Was it did you feel like you were taking a risk investing in yourself financially and building up this company or how did that play out for you? I'm going to be very honest with you all. I still feel like I'm taking a risk. I take a risk every single day. 
Okay. Um, and if I'm being honest with you, any that. good entrepreneur feels like every day that they're taking a risk. Like okay. even, I feel, but that's just how I feel. Yeah, I feel like the biggest name should still feel like every day I'm taking a risk because the culture of the world is changing all the time. Someone could love you today and absolutely hate you tomorrow. And that's it for you. Come on. So um, I drop, that's drop Mike worthy. Like that's quotable, honey. Every day I'm taking a risk. Yeah, oh so my like, gosh. I really do feel like to this day, every day I'm still taking a risk and it's really not easy. Um, Like sales are always up and down and that's for anybody. That's any season of any, anything. Um, so, so how do you deal with that? How do you deal with that? I mean, you have that, I and mean, that's an honest and transparent answer, which I appreciate because a lot of people could have can't, you know, would, would probably give some fluff to that, but that's mm-hmm. real. So how do you how do you manage that feeling, and how do you continue to to pursue this as a passion? So I try to kind of just not even kind of I try to get in people's faces any way that I possibly can. So that's, um, I have to step up my marketing. Like my marketing is okay, but it could be better. Like I, I, yeah, (laughs) someone who hates marketing. Like I hate when companies send me things, but also how are you going to know what the company has if you're not hearing from the company? Like, so, you know, I try to send out text messages. I I try to send out, um, emails here. I try to put ads on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I try to, you know, just ads everywhere i try to be physically somewhere all the time Uh, like for example i was invited to a well i applied to a um a market um within my first year of my business Mm -hmm. and so i was able to kind of get in on maybe like the tail end of the market but i was still in there Mm -hmm. and so just from that my business went up like customer wise sell wise like very very well and okay. so I was invited back for this season. So this Sunday, I actually go back out for the next oh. season for them. So I'm really excited about that. Because if I'm being honest with you, when I'm vending or I'm at a pop-up somewhere or I'm at a market or whatever, that's where I make the most connections. That's where my returning customers come from. It's yeah. not the people who are like, oh, I saw your, your ad on Google. Let me look on that. Oh, that looks nice. I think I'll buy it because it's on sale. Just to try it out. Like. That's not where I get my customers from. I get my customers from being being in someone's face and having genuine conversation and them asking the questions. I don't understand like this about the candle or I don't, I don't really know what I like, but I know I like this fragrance. You have something similar. Like, yeah, that's where it comes from. So that's definitely how you deal with it um, physically, which I can appreciate. What I wrote down was like marketing, and uh which you, you're stepping your marketing game up but you know, I mean that's you're just you're learning how to be in front of cu- customers whether that's mm-hmm. in person or virtually but how do you deal with that feeling spiritually of like it's to me what comes to my mind and what I'm hearing from you is like it just takes a lot of faith not only in uh your ability but in trusting really in what God is leading you to do can you talk a little bit about that yeah, but it's exactly that. It takes a lot of faith. Not a little, a lot of faith. <laughs> of um, I literally wake up every day and I'm just like, Lord Jesus, if it's meant for me, it will be. Yeah. And it has not gone, my business has not gone anywhere yet. And I'm not, you know, trying to be cocky or anything like that. But I just truly believe it's going to be bigger than me. 
or bigger than I ever could imagine it to be. And that's just waking up every day knowing the good Lord has a purpose for me and my life. And if the business, the candle business is what it is, that's what it is. And I'm willing to follow that blindly. Every day is a blind, it's, he can see it, I cannot. So I'm blind, I'm following him and his footsteps and his word. I'm trusting in, in him. So that's really what it is. It's just faith. I have faith that it's going to work out. <laughs> and I love that. And you say that with so much uh, confidence and conviction. And I and that's another like drop mic quote from you, Asia. You're giving me all the all the gems today. I'm willing. You're willing to follow God blindly because you, you have so much trust in him, which is amazing. So I think. That I mean, this kind of is a perfect kind of segue for us to go into, you know, from from March 2020 to now. We are now in almost like May 2020 is April, not 2020. Oh, my gosh. 2022 is, is a tongue twister. Uh, April 2022. How have your priorities changed from when you first started your company? Hmm. Um, let's see. I feel like when I first started... I was very, um, I was very heavy on trying to make sure I had a new collection coming out in enough time because I felt like I had too much time going in between collections. So I was always like, I need to make more candles. I need to do this. I need to do that. And so I feel like that has all but completely pivoted and changed for me, I, I'm still very like, yeah, I need to make candles, but like on my time, because okay. like my life is happening. I mean, not to say that my life was not happening then, because <laughs> y'all, honestly, I was a grad student writing her thesis when I started this business. Yeah. Don't ask me why I did that, but I did it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know what I was thinking, but um. Even though that was hard then, life has done nothing but just get a little bit harder. So I don't necessarily, and I won't say I don't prioritize my company, but I don't put so much emphasis on, oh, I need to get a new collection out now, or I need to um, restock this like right now. Yeah. Like it can wait. Sometimes yeah. it just, it just got to wait. So I think I just came out with two more, like two yeah. new collections, like, in March or right before March? Yeah, in March. Because yeah. I did a really big um, uh, vending, had a really big vending opportunity for um, Pinner's Conference, which is actually based off of Pinterest. Really cool event, you guys. Um, but um, I came up with two new collections, one geared towards men, because most of my candles have been um, geared towards the ladies because I like to smell what I like to smell. Yeah. But I also realized guys like candles too. Like they really like candles too. So I added three fragrances for the guys and I do plan to add some more. I was really just trying those out at the, um, at the vending opportunity that I had and I actually did pretty well. Okay. And I tried out the, I don't know if you guys be seeing them around, but the little, um, I call them my shapes and figures collection. I so like the... The little naked bodies. The, but like, yeah, the naked body ones yeah. and like the bubbles, like the square bubble block situations. Yeah. yeah. Those did so good. They sold out. I did not come home with any of them. Yes, ma'am. So, and I took quite a few of them. I wasn't sure how they were going to do either, but I don't do mine as candles, so I don't put a wick in mine. I make them um, oversized wax melts. 
Gotcha. Simply because I just have not figured out how to put the dang on wig in it without my wax falling all out and over the place. But I think I want to keep it as a wax note because I really like it. It's saying I think it's really cute. Okay. Um, which I think so. Yeah, like in your niche, right? Because I feel like I've seen those candles elsewhere, but they're actually like they're candles with the wig. I've never seen mm-hmm. the oversized wax melt, which I think is dope. Yeah, I think that's so cool. Like, okay, so I mean, so much. It also, I kind of want to. Um, I had a question for you, but now I kind of like, oh, don't even want to ask that. You said like, I know you have a, you've stepped up your game in marketing. You have a plan. And in the beginning, right? Because my question was like, how is, how have your priorities changed? And it's not like you're like laissez-faire and that you don't care, but how have you gotten to the place that you're at where you can kind of just allow yourself to breathe and you are really kind of, I think, being led in a way by your by your audience of like okay this is what's doing well I'll put this forward but like there's no harsh deadlines now I know there has to be some sort of organization and there's a, a thought process behind everything but like do you get what I'm asking I know that they're kind mm-hmm. of wild but like it's it's the opposite what you're doing is the opposite of what you know I think anyone would tell you to do socially and culturally or really anyone running a business, but you still find yourself in a, in a successful position uh, and in a successful business. How, you know, how, how do you do that? Um, well, I kind of like, I said, as far as my business goes, I kind of focus on demand. Like what do the customers want? And so um, people like, um, I'm trying to figure out the, the best way to say this. People, people like, things that feel special to them, basically. Mm. So, and then like things that, that look pleasing to them. Yeah. So, um, just to kind of like give you an idea of like my company, like in general, I am a minimalist. And so my, my brand, my company is minimalistic. I don't do all those super extra loud colors or all these designs here and there like my wax doesn't have any color in it it's just pure white wax yeah and so even in my products like my vessels are solid colors I think the most extravagant vessel I have is a part of my essentials line and it's a silver vessel with a whole bunch of like flower imprints on it that's the most eccentric vessel that I have Mm -hmm. and so it's one that sells very well and I and I think it sells very well because it's so pretty. Like people like to look at pretty things. And then if it smells good, that's a bonus. Yep. So like so truthful. Because I will buy yeah. something that looks cute and think about the smell afterwards. And yeah. That, which Sometimes is- the smell don't even smell like what even why do I buy this? Because it stinks. <laughs> but it's so pretty, so I'm gonna keep it. Like yeah. literally, that's how people think sometimes. Yeah. And so um, I put certain fragrances in certain vessels because of that. Okay. So my essentials, I know people love essential smelling things. And when I say essential, I mean, I have um, basil, sage, and mint as one of those fragrances, mm. lemongrass, cactus, and sea salt, and um, sandalwood. That's the four essential candles. That's yeah. the whole line. And so I know people like these fragrances, even if they weren't in a pretty vessel. Gotcha. So this is a this is a, a a collection of candles I always try to keep in stock because I know they're going to sell, whether or not someone is in store smelling it or not. 
Got you. Because I know people like that fragrance and they go, they're always going to gravitate towards, dang, that's so pretty. Like, yeah. let me go ahead and get that. So, yeah. And so when it comes to, like, my room sprays, my room spray bottles are just clear with the gold top mm-hmm. and a very minimalistic label on it. Because that, I mean, that's who I am. I'm not going to put no extravagant whatever out there. But people gravitate towards those because they look good, because they're minimalistic, and then they also smell good. Yep. So everything that I, like, kind of try and keep in stock all the time is, like, my room sprays, my essentials collection. I try to keep that shapes and figure collection okay. in stock. And even in the way that I package those is very minimalistic. Literally twine and a little a little label on it that tells you the name of the fragrance that's it and people love it and so so really what I'm getting is you have strategically been able to put yourself in a position where you know you listen to your consumer so much where you know what they like so you you don't have to put this pressure on yourself to always put out something new because you basically Mm -hmm. have like this essential playlist that no matter what people are going to keep coming back to yes perfect perfect because at first I was like okay I'm trying to figure out like where are we taking this here but now it's making perfect sense I love it and that's so smart and that's what that's what a CEO and and, an entrepreneur and an owner has to think about like you have to think about ways like how do I basically work smarter and not harder and I love that love that love that now Asia Talk to us a little bit about, we talked about like stepping out on faith, you know, you're taking a risk every single day. What advice would you give to someone who is trying to become an entrepreneur and trying to like, even though, you know, they have a full-time job or maybe they're a mom or a dad, like what advice could you give uh, to someone who's trying to step out into that realm? Um, Your idea is your idea, no matter how many people have the same idea. So just do it. Yes, okay. your idea is your idea, no matter how many people have it. So just do it. Look, y'all, and I ain't got nothing to add. She said her two cents, and it it, it <laughs> is okay. She said just do it. Your idea is your idea, no matter how oversaturated. I said I wasn't gonna say anything, and here I am co-signing. But okay, yes, I completely <laughs> agree with you. Absolutely love it. I'm gonna let you have that moment in that quote. Um, then on to the next thing, then. Um, what what have you enjoyed the most about this process about starting your own company? Like what what is the most enjoyable thing for you? Um, meeting my customers and then them kind of just raving about how much they like love my products and not in like because mm, I know I make like the best thing ever because I do, but like <laughs> not in that type of way. It's yeah. just, it's just about like. It's something about, it's kind of, it brings a, a special type of feeling to me. I don't, it's joy mixed with a little bit of excitement and a lot of love and a little bit of relief. Okay. It's a lot of things that go through me whenever someone brings a review back to me. Love because it. it was never really even about, even from the beginning, it was never really about selling, being able to make a sale. Uh-huh. It was about, and and still is about, how people feel when they get my products. Like, what? How does it make you feel? Because when I was making it, I I did it with love. Mm-hmm. I did it with excitement. 
yeah. I was in a good mood. I don't make anything when I'm in a bad mood because I'm not going to transfer that energy to you. So I don't make anything when I'm in a bad mood. I don't make anything when I'm in a rush. Okay. I take my time with everything. So in in some way, you're getting a part of me. Yes, my product. Mm-hmm. But in some way, you're you're getting that energy from me too. Yeah. So whenever you return that to me, I'm like, yeah, that's how I was feeling when I made it. So I'm really glad you feel that way too. <laughs> Oh so, my gosh, Asia, that is so deep and so thoughtful. Like y'all, and there's a there's a there's a lot of things out there where people can just kind of throw things together. But as you can see, how Asia's really walked us through this process of like the inception of the company, how she makes her product to to the on up to the moment of how she sells it, and then literally a full circle of being able to get that feedback or getting those reviews from us. Um, and hopefully from all, all of our new listeners, too. I'm hoping they'll just come on your way and, and buy you right on out. Um, that's, that is amazing. And I, I love that you have really thought of every little detail of really making sure that when you're, you're not only giving someone a candle, but you're, you're giving them, like you said, like a piece of you and that good energy. And I, I really, really, really love that. Um, so really to kind of wrap this up, because you, you, given us a lot of information you've been able to kind of go through the details and the inner workings of your business tell us what's coming up what what are you working on now where where do you see the little candle company company in the next five years i think that's a good question um and yeah what what's going on what's happening okay so um within the next few days like i said earlier i'll be back out on Candler Road, I don't, if your listeners are in the area, that's great. Yep. I um, am a part of what is called now the Magnolia Black Markets, but it used to be called uh, the Candler Black Market. Okay. And so um, they were able to expand to from a, just Candler Road up to Covington. So yeah. I'm going to be at the Candler Road location because that's where I live closest to. Mm-hmm. But I'm out there literally starting April and I'm there until November every Sunday from 1 to 5 p.m. Every Unless I don't have any, like, candles because I sell out quick there. But every Sunday (laughs) from 1 to 5 p.m. Okay. And that's all the way up Um, until November? That's all the way up until November, yes. Good deal. Good deal. Okay. And then what else is happening? Um, So other than that, I'm probably going to bring out a summer collection of candles because I've never necessarily had a summer collection. Okay. Of candles. Um, I kind of just really want to do one. I think that'd be really fun. Um, I also want to add to my men fragrances. I want to take it from three fragrances to six so that there's a real variety there. Okay. So that's probably my next like focus as far as um, like bringing more collections or adding to collections goes. Okay. But um, within the next five years, I truly hope to be in a brick and mortar like location. I really want mm-hmm. a little a little shop. And yeah. and I say little shop because I, I really don't want to be that big. I know that probably sounds crazy. Yeah. Someone's probably like, girl, what are you talking about? Don't want to <laughs> be that big. No, I don't. Like I don't like attention, honestly. So even when I get up and talk to like potential customers, I'm like, mm. like I really love talking to you, but like 
I kind of don't like talking to people. Like, I'm really an introvert. Oh my gosh, we are working. So I'm going to interrupt my sister right now. Uh, we we are prayed over that. And from when I met Asia to now, there's been so much growth. Um, and being um, a CEO and an owner of this company, I just know, and truly, this is like coming from the heart. I know where God is going to take her. And I also um, am hearing what you're saying. I I think it's so important to protect your true brand. And what I heard mm-hmm. earlier was about being like minimalistic and really being able to pour yourself into each product. And it's kind of hard when that can get overgrown so fast. Mm-hmm. So I get the like, oh, I want to like, I literally, I'm sure, have you watched Gilmore Girls? Like I literally see you like the 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 end that uh, Rory, I think, or whatever her name was, Lorelai, Lorelai owned. It's like basically this bed and breakfast, but like having like that type of space to sell candles. So I get what you're saying. But yeah. she, Asia loves people. She's one of the sweetest patient people <laughs> I've ever I've ever met. Yeah. So like I don't really tell many people because like I, I want to protect it like so yeah. much because I want it so bad. But like I really want a little shop and a little house. Like oh maybe three bedroom max. Okay. And I want to be able to make candles in house. I want to be able to ship from a warehouse. Okay. But I want to be able to make candles in house just for that location. I don't even really want more than like maybe two locations. Okay. That's it. Like I want a little house wherever it is. I really want an indicator because I grew up in the area. Mm-hmm. So I want to stay true to who I am and okay. where I come from because my brand is me. Yep. So even though I'm selling candles, it's still very much so me. It's so intertwined in who I am that I don't really want to change. I don't want to change. Like, I think I'm pretty awesome. So I also think my brand is pretty awesome because I think I'm pretty awesome. Um, but I want a little a little house. I want each okay. room to have its own little vibe. Okay. And you kind of can just tell that. Like, you walk when you walk into my shop, you're like, dang, this is home. Because that's how I feel like about my candles. When you bring my candle to your house, you're like, dang, this is home. Like, this is my fragrance. When I walk through the door, this is what I want to smell. This is my home. Yeah. So. I, oh, I'm going to keep, we'll, we'll have to talk about that offline because I have so much to say to that. Um, literally, from your lips to God's ears, he knows the, the plans that he has for you. And they're going to be great. And they're definitely going to even exceed what you just shared and I know that he'll bring you to a place where you will be accepting and receiving of that so I'm excited to see what the little candle company looks like in the next five years now before we wrap up Asia I do want to give you the opportunity to share all your social media uh, information and your in your handles with um, our listeners and then I will close this out Okay, so um, I do have a website that you can shop from. That is www.shoplittlecandlecompany.com. If you missed that, that is www.shoplittlecandlecompany.com. You can also follow My Little Candle Company on Instagram. It is at Little Candle Company. One more time, at Little Candle Company. If you would like to follow Asia, it is in the bio of Little Kennel Company. Sure is. Sure is. And y'all, the website is amazing. She did a complete like rebrand from like how she first started. It is, it's so amazing. Asia, this is definitely your first, but not your your last time being on this podcast. Again, like I said, I know this company um, and where we're guys going to take it because I know that it's genuine and it's made with so much love. So I want to just 
extend gratitude and say thank you to you for for coming on and coming into this space and allowing allowing me to have this conversation with you. Um, you are definitely near and dear to my heart. Um, you're my sister, so I love you. I love you. I love you. And to your surprise, I do have one last question, and I need you to think on your feet on this one. Okay. okay. Uh, we all have a soundtrack of our lives. Just name one song that's on your soundtrack for our listeners. One song. Sunflower Swaley by Swaley. Okay. Okay. She had a quick. So we want to go. Mm, let me think about that. Um, so say that one more time. That was Sunflower. Yeah. Sunflower by Swaley. And if Swaley. you, if it's not Swaley, cause y'all know, I don't know the artist. <laughs> it's a uh, Sunflower from um, the Multiverse Spider-Man soundtrack. Got you. Okay. Perfect. 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 I cannot wait to go listen to that. So Oh, that's amazing. Asia, again, thank you so much. Mapped Out family, thank you so much for tuning in and listening every single week. Please don't forget to go check my girl out at the Magnolia Black Market uh, this upcoming Sunday and every Sunday after that because she'll be there until November 1 to 5 uh, at the Candler location. Um, again, thank you so much for tuning in and please continue to come back and map out your life with me.